0: Hi, I'm John Taylor. You're listening to the Attacking Scrum Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Welcome to part two of the Attacking Scrum Podcast. Uh, This is Heads Up, where we look ahead to a weekend of rugby. Only really one place to start this week, which is Scotland versus Wales up in Murrayfield. And that is going to dominate proceedings. Dan, excited with this one? Hugely excited, yeah. It's been um, it's been quite a
1: long week this one, isn't it? Just seeing out the days.
0: It's horrible, isn't it? The, the fallow week.
1: Yeah, you kind of uh, you kind of don't know what to do with yourself, do you? You are just seeing out, counting counting down the hours. Um, one good thing is the uh, the nights are drawing out, so I've had a little bit of a spring in my step as I've been walking along. Yeah, really excited for the game on Saturday.
0: Yeah, no, it's no a i mean the match. I think I think it'd be a really interesting game, and I think you know, like we said, Scotland are a very improved side. Wales put in a performance that we've been waiting for, for for quite a while and didn't unfortunately get the result. A lot's been made of, of selection and substitutions and the like, and we're quite lucky because the selection's been made today, the very day that we uh, the day that we record this, which it makes, makes our time life in. a lot easier. Yeah, so I've, I've at last got something good to say about Rob Hayley because he's named this team early. It's made our life a little bit easier on this podcast. You don't often hear you saying anything no, positive about uh, Roberto. That's very true. Right, we're going to get our, um, our thoughts on this very quickly. But earlier on, I caught up with our regular guest contributor, Impact Sub and hard-hitting forward, the mighty Murph. So I asked him what his take on the selection was. Murph, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Uh, selection has come early this week. And, as always, we wanted to get your take on it.
2: Yeah. Right, well, what are you saying? <laughs> well, uh, last week I, um, I stuck my neck out, knuck my, stuck my neck out, and I also stuck my neck out, to say <laughs> that, <you>. uh, yes, <laughs> to say that um, I thought it would be a straight jump, uh, straight call between uh, Sam Walbert and Justin Titric on yep. the blind side, uh, on the open on the side, because... The, the other two positions, six and eight, kind of pick themselves, but obviously that was completely wrong because they've stuck with the same back row. Um maybe they think is still got more fitness to find before he's thrown in or, or they're just happy with the way it went last week. I don't know. Was, uh, <laughs> no, no one else was happy with, uh, lost Mariati going off in place, uh, to be replaced by Tolupe Falatow after 15 minutes, but Maybe they won't do that this week. I don't know. Maybe they replace one of their flankers. So, it does, see, uh, otherwise... it does seem a
0: little bit like an admission, though, doesn't it, that that they kind of got things wrong by by sticking with you know sticking with Moriarty and the, and the other two flankers.
2: Yeah, it, well, or it could be that they just think um, Sam and Tips were great, and They, want I, to I break them they up. were, to be fair. Yeah, like I say, I I, I still think Tips is. Much, well, obviously, much better in um, open field running at mm-hmm. the backs and different things. I don't like seeing him tackling Big Fiji in number eight too often, even even though he does it fine. You know, it's not doesn't play to his strength at all, and so. um Obviously, they haven't got any massive Aegeans in the back row of Scotland, so that's not a problem. Well, Josh no. Strauss is injured, so... They're, yeah, they uh, I think that's a definite South but, um, yeah,
0: yeah. but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's... It's uh, something quite painful, like a kidney injury or something he's out with, I think. So. Yeah, unusual,
2: yeah. Yeah, unusual. It
0: didn't, sound, uh, didn't sound particularly pleasant.
2: No. Happy with, uh,
0: happy with the selection generally, though?
2: Yeah, I mean... Um, they don't do... That. I mean, as we know, for the whole of uh, Gatland's reign, they don't do... Uh, Risky selections. Everything's very conservative. It's exactly the same team, except George North. Get his name right this week. George North is um, is fit and a bit of a no-brainer after uh, Cathy's performance last mm. week. So um, everything's as it was. Otherwise, it is. What about the
0: uh, what about the bench? So again, you've seen. Um, obviously, we mentioned Toby. Uh, kind of keeps his place on the bench. Been joined by oh, Luke Charteris. Luke Charteris, um, yeah, yeah,
2: who's. Supposedly, supposedly fit again. Has he been playing in the top fourteen? No, he's been playing yeah, in the top a fifteen. Yeah. Bath. He didn't play for Bath last week.
0: Yeah, it does make you wonder, doesn't it? You know, be another. He's been out for a while. I mean, he's a very important player to Wales.
2: But yeah, well, I'd have loved it if he would have been available, even if he was only on the bench for the England game, yeah. because I mean, the weird thing after everything I said about the English lineup was they didn't challenge a lot of our lineups. No, so I don't know if they thought our driving, <laughs> driving lineup was. Just, so dangerous. They better stay on the ground and wait for that. I don't know, but it, it, it only the only time they disrupted any of is when, like, I've, I'm still bitter though. I know as you can tell, is when Scott Baldwin hit Jake Ball in the back of the head, which is a comedy moment if you're not in, well, if you're not Welsh. But uh, yeah, so it, he just sentenced everything up in the set piece. I think Luke. Um, so yeah, that's good. And I mean, what's his name? The bloke he's replacing, Corey oh, something. Yeah. Bloody hell, yeah. I mean, he's not a very big second rower, is he? So, not by international standards, anyway.
0: No, and I think, yeah, the line act has been such a... Well, it's, it's been an area of concern for 30 years, if, uh, <laughs> if my memory serves me correctly. But, yeah, yeah, you know, it functioned very well when Ken Owens was on the pitch. So, I suppose having something like someone like Charteris coming off the bench, you know Baldwin will feature at some point. I suppose having that, Steady pair of hands. somebody's who's six foot ten in the lineout is is probably quite a reassuring, a
2: reassuring yeah, thought. Yeah, it, it takes all the pressure off the hooker. I think. You know, the, the, the times when you you get um, confusion in the line-out is uh, when it overthrows or, or if no one gets off the ground. That, that that's usually caused by threat of the opposition taking the ball, and that's where the hooker gets confused. I mean, it's well known it's not hard to confuse a front rower, <laughs> but <laughs> but. Uh, the, that, that, those, those are exactly the times when it happens. But like I say, it was strange last week because they, they weren't. They weren't going. Normally, they seem to know exactly where we, when we play England or any of the good lineouts. Actually, they seem to know exactly where we're throwing the ball. <laughs> but uh, not not last week. So anyway, we'll see.
0: Well, Moriarty was the was the big talking point of the previous uh, the, the previous international. He's obviously retained his place. He's had another hard game for Gloucester, though, uh, over, the, over the weekend. Would you know, be a bit worried about him going into this game, having very little recovery time?
2: Well, um, we, we spoke about this briefly off air. It, it, he and uh, it was the Friday night game, uh, Gloucester-Saracens. He and Sean Maitland both straight back in. Six days recovery straight back into a bigger Viva Premiership game. Uh, Maitland was taken off injured, but it looks like he's fit for selection this week. Um, and it was a tough game, <clears throat> hard-fought game. <clears throat> I was in this out the the played it was, and um, uh, as I was watching it, it was on BT Sport. As I was watching it, there's Johnny May in the stand with his beanie hat on and a cup of tea. That's it. Which yeah, you pointed out to me English, is because yeah. there's there's some kind of an agreement for English players to be they pay the RFU pay for them to be rested in between games.
0: Yeah, so the, yeah, they have a con, they have a contract in place, which means they can kind of pick and choose when they release, much like Wales do with you know obviously they release a handful of players this weekend who aren't mm. going to feature. Uh, it's a very very similar setup. So yeah, that's the the old kind of playing outside Wales, Gatlands Law, whatever you want to call it, kind of catches up.
2: Yeah, but. I think Jamie Roberts was, ex- was exempted somehow. He's got yeah. something in his contract because he didn't play for Harlequins.
0: Yeah, no, you're, yeah, that's a good point actually. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, again, it must be a contractual, must be a contractual yeah. thing. He's on the bench this weekend. Would you make it Jamie Roberts on the bench?
2: I don't know that. I mean, it, it, if Sam Davis wasn't in that same bench, then you, you, because he can cover several positions or at least 10, 15 and maybe mm-hmm. wing, um, but. Jamie, it's weird because he's only going to cover the centre, and he normally has someone on the bench who can cover at least two positions, so well, I mean, he must be getting some kind of exemption for his experience, I suppose. I mean, uh, there's also the fact that if anyone comes on, Liam Williams can move into different mm-hmm. positions on the pitch, too, so uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember. They would normally have, it would normally be Scott Williams, wouldn't it, I suppose, when yeah, Jamie Roberts was Robertson's first choice. So I suppose it works out, but uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Alright then, just as, we, uh, just as we start to wrap up you mentioned Scotland got a few, uh, a few injury problems do you think that's mm-hmm. going to be Wales going to be too much for Scotland or is this going to be a really tough game against an improved side?
2: I think it would be tough, yeah I, I think it'll go either way I, um, the injuries, they got help us although there's, there's a train of thought <laughs> with Scotland that um, although he's captain, uh, Lade Law Greg Law <clears throat> because he's not Glasgow. Tommy Price is in, I think, the Glasgow squad. Yeah, he will,
0: um, <laughs> he's a different, he's a, a real different entity to, uh, to yeah. Adelaide.
2: Well, it, there's a, so, some people up that way think that Greg Laidlaw's been holding the Glasgow players back by, <laughs> by slowing them down. And when Tommy Price is in, it will be able to play at the same high pace, fast ruck inside. Um, quite. I mean, they play entertaining rugby as well. <clears throat> uh, so it might, they might, might actually improve for, for uh, Laidlaw's Law's. Um, Absence, but I don't think it got much to replace uh, Josh Stroud. Food. Which, yeah,
0: it's a worry though, isn't it? That you know, because they, they've got some incredible outside backs.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm Finn Russell all the way for the Lions, um, unless Johnny Sexton t- <laughs> suddenly gets fit and plays amazing for the rest of the season. I would go for Finn Russell, and then maybe uh, Owen Farrell outside him. But um, yeah, I'd pay good money to watch. Uh, uh, Finn Russell
0: Yeah he's an exciting player just hopefully uh, hopefully that back row will be able to, to try and keep him quiet but yeah I think the, the change in of scrum half is going to be uh, going to be quite crucial Right mm. then just to finish then uh, Murph let's get your prediction How's it going to come okay. out on Saturday? Uh,
2: I forgot to check the handicap this week um, I did not want me come out on Thursday anyway but um, I'd say that's by that's by three to five points
0: Alright then Murph well we'll uh, we'll catch up with you again next
2: week yeah, OK. Um, I'd like to say I'm going to be enjoying the game, but my wife is going up there with her friend and I'm staying at home with my daughter, so Where's I don't know. What's that happened? I've just making terrible, terrible life choices somewhere <laughs> along the line. I don't know what I've done.
0: Well, let's hope you enjoy it anyway, Murph. We'll catch you next
2: week. Cheers, mate. Cheers, bye. thanks, bye.
0: Interesting points there from Murph, some some interesting names as well. I think we had George Ford playing for Wales the week before. We've got Tommy Price playing for, uh, playing for, uh, for Scotland it's this on, weekend. This is
1: on Tommy Cooper.
0: At least it wasn't Tommy Cooper. While well, he'd, he'd be playing for Wales, isn't he? Yeah. And I, I reckon, I don't know, for some reason, I reckon he'd do a job.
1: He'd do it right, yeah. Him in the second row with you.
0: Yeah. That's not a very mobile second row, though, <laughs> is it? No. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't, know, I don't know where we go from that, mate. Let's uh, let's drag this back to rugby very, very quickly. What's, uh, what's your take on that selection, then? Strong squad.
1: Didn't expect too many changes. No, we um, never do, really, do we? No, no. Um, wishful thinking. The only change from the squad that I would have liked to have seen would have been Sam Davis starting at 10, giving him that start, seeing how he goes, having Bigger on the bench, uh, and, and then bringing him on from there. But I... Heavily suspected that wouldn't happen. Yeah, and um, but it's a rep. It's a very very impressive uh, starting fifteen, and the bench um, with Charteris coming in has just firmed up. Firmed <sighs> the, up that.
0: I, I kind of the bench worries me a bit. So, Charteris is coming in having not played much rugby. Toby still hasn't played much rugby, even though he even though he played last weekend. That worries me in the forwards that you've got two players who were just kind of, and don't get me wrong, they're brilliant players, and if they're both fully fit, it's a different scenario. But it worries me that you've got two players coming back from injury there. And in the backs on the bench, Gareth Davis is bang out of form, and Jamie Roberts, I find a really strange selection on the bench. I, you know, I've said before, yeah. I, don't, I don't find, I find like he's going to be a game-changer for you.
1: Well, I feel he can be. Coming on with Sam Davis,
0: yeah, maybe. maybe. Um,
1: I've, I really want to see how they perform together. I feel like I've said that so many times. You have. Probably have, but how those two perform? I agree with you that Gareth is is a bit of a concern because he's, he's he's bang off song, isn't he? um Because of with Jamie as well. Because we've got uh, players in the back three that can play in different positions. I think that's why we've gone with we've gone with Jamie. Um, Forwards wise, I'm I'm fine with Falatao and Charteris. I think okay. they'll, uh, well, look, they'll, if they, yeah, if they're, if
0: they're fully fit and yeah. you would expect the coaching staff to know better than us. You'd, you'd, you'd,
1: you'd certainly hope that they've uh, they've got enough uh, enough fitness there to uh, to warrant their places.
0: And if they're fit, what a you know what a bench. It's true, but you know you never know what could what could happen yeah. if you know if Jake Ball or Wynn Jones picks up a knock in the first ten minutes. Charter's then staring down the barrel of seventy minutes of. Of international rugby, so you, can, you know, you've got to be prepared for these different for these different scenarios. Say, so I don't know. It's, it's but just again, a bit they of must a have. Way. They must have gone through that. Well, you think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. But given it is where you never know. <laughs> yeah, given the, yeah. the strange uh, the strange use of the bench we saw the week before. I don't know. I'm not not um, not overly not so The interesting point you made there, though, back wanting to see what Sam Davies can bring out of Jamie Roberts. Honestly, what we can bring out of everyone. Just like, why has this guy not yeah. had more time in an international shirt?
1: You're right. Yeah, it'd be great to see how he how he combines with um, with Webb on an international, um, an international level, and with, with 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 Jonathan and Scott. Then then we can ju- we go on and on, don't we? Then with Liam, then with George North. You know, if he's bringing in George North into the game, it's, it could be frightening. Again, we just do not know. Them. We don't, and, it's and we're little, not going to know.
0: And it's a bit harsh on bigger. I think we said this last week. It's, been an amazing, an amazing game against, yeah, against England. But we know what we're going to get from Dan Bigger.
1: He's he's the ultimate competitor, isn't he? Yeah. It's not And I'm I'm not suggesting um, dropping him to the bench because of anything he's done wrong. No. Um, if anything, it's because we know what he can do. He's that he's that good a player. I wouldn't be at all surprised if he goes on the Lions tour because he's he's con, he's consistent and you know you know what he's going to deliver. Um, but we have to have a different option and th- 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 there's your man.
0: Yeah, I, I've said it before and we will probably continue to say it, but if you, had, if you had more game time and I feel like now he should be in a position where he's got seven or eight caps under his belt and you feel like you can trust him and I think him and Bigger, you would use them in the same way that the Ospreys use them and think, okay, this can be a game where actually we're going to want to see a lot of the ball in the wider channels. Let's get Sam Davis in there to bring the best out of what's outside of him. And other games like the England game, we go. This yeah. is going to be a slugfest here. We're going to need yeah, you... as much physicality as possible, and that's you know and that's where you bring yeah. Dan Bigger in. Yeah, Likewise but... against France, I think you're going to need. Yeah, that is, it, it probably is a damn bigger game, isn't yeah. it? And,
1: and you yeah, Dan will know that as well. I don't. I don't think he'd be disappointed if he was if he wasn't the bench, but he'd also know that what Sam Davis has, he doesn't have. And also what Dan Biggs got, Sam doesn't have. So th- th- I'm sure they're big enough. They're big enough guys to know that. Um, and it's again, it's competition, isn't it? It's competition for that place as opposed to somebody knowing they're going to be in that. They're going to be in that in that ten shirt. Um, and it, 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 I feel like it's a missed opportunity. I mean, if we look at the game that uh, the Os- you know, Ospreys against Munster, I thought Sam Davis had a great game. Yeah, he's um, again, brilliant. He's bringing in where we mentioned then about how great it would be to see him bringing in, you know, uh, with the, acting with the, with the backs, mm. the way in which he brings links in the forwards is equally is equally as exciting.
0: It's unpredictable. We, you don't know where he's going, whether he's going to pop it to a
1: forward or he's going to bring it back in outside it. And you don't see... We seem to have moved away a little bit from the inside pass to, yeah. to, to, to forwards, but it just keeps... Obviously, I'm going to use a line here, Keeps keeps, the, keeps them honest, doesn't it? But <laughs> with the... Uh, all right. I, I, I like play it me. now. It's, it's but, a cliche because it's true. Yeah, right? But with, with our back, with our, um, you know, the likes of Tipperick, Moriarty being so destructive, um, and, uh, and Warbs as well being a fantastic carrier, how great would it be to see him bringing in those boys? And then we haven't even mentioned Alan Wynne Jones, who, who's not yeah. short of a carry and Jake Ball as well. Um, it, it could be
0: amazing. But also, it's all these could be. It's all about keeping them honest. You pop it through Wouldn't it be great To watch Moriarty Hitting a half gap Busting a tackle And having loads of Space in front of him Rather than working With static ball And trying to Nudge forward Four or five yards In order to In order to go well It's just like Instinctive rugby That I think you get From Sam Davis And I know he's got Flaws in his game And a pack like the French Would target him And run at him And I think his defence Is good for a guy Of his build I think think his defence Is is strong yeah Um,
1: But he he also because he because he he looks to do and he he does it quite early on doesn't he? he brings in he brings that inside ball in two or three times, he quite often goes through a gap because they're not sure yeah. whether, he's, whether he's going inside again whether he's going outside because if he's going outside he's always creating space. Ashley Beck I thought was outstanding um, in that game against Munster wasn't he? he was, I hope he, to God he, he just stays injury free now because well, he's having a good run
0: isn't he? He is. Anyone who's listened to this podcast more than once will know we always drag it back to wanting to play a more expansive brand of rugby. And players like Ashley Beck and like Sam Davis, I think in the Welsh shirt, Scott Williams are pretty integral to this.
1: Yeah, I mean, the way in which they combine, it's it's just beautiful to watch, isn't it? It's like poetry. Um, I am, I'm getting more, I'm getting a little bit more disappointed as as we're talking here because it mm. would it'd just be so exciting to see, wouldn't it? And for me there's no risk with it because because Dan's on the bench and the moment you know if there, if it wasn't going right on he comes and he firms up everything and it's absolutely fine but I, I, I it's 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 a little sad that we're not we're not doing this yeah no
0: i I think so the other,
1: the other risk with not playing him as well is because he's playing unbelievably well nobody can keep up that form can they um or very few can keep up that consist that consistent level of and so if he's if he's playing at the very top of his game at the moment and he's still not able to start um, he, he, he could it could potentially have a detrimental effect on him I think he's big I think he's big enough and good enough and he backs himself to to come through that but he's only human at the same time
0: yeah no, I completely understand that with uh, with that in mind then how do you go about beating Scotland is it about trying to spin it and play a fast game or would we Wales be better looking at going back to a bit of a Warren Ball style, smash them up front and, and look to overpower them. I then we've got to overpower them first and
1: foremost. Um, we need to target their scrum. Um, they've got a... Uh, they're weak there for me. They're I mean, missing Nell, aren't they? Yeah, they're missing Nell. A um, couple of other key personnel there as well. That's where we can get
0: one up on them. Um, it's kind of misfired a little... or It's been hit and miss the Welsh scrum so far, hasn't it? I think... They struggled in the first half against Italy. Tom Francis made a big difference, got the sin bidding, and then we didn't. That's one area we weren't particularly strong against
1: England. Yeah, when we made our changes in the in the second half, we firmed we firmed that up, didn't we? So scrum went well when we brought on the when we brought on Francis. Um, he made a massive difference, didn't he? And then against England, yeah, I mean it, it could have gone either way, couldn't it? I mean they, there's a bit of a legal scrummaging going on from uh, uh, from from Cole and Marla, yeah. In, in, in mine and your opinion um, funny that <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I'm sure the English boys have something else to say but um, I think we'll click well we have to click up there with that don't we it's going to be absolutely key um, so I go a power game um, sensible kicking and um, literally yeah we're going to have to hit them mighty hard as hard as we hit England and go out of the blocks like that and Ooh. then when it's on we go wide
0: <laughs> <laughs> earn the right to go wide yeah, yeah. If we
1: if we go left, now, you score
0: numbers. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, why
0: oh why? <laughs> there's no fullback at all. Yeah. Talking of fullbacks, that's an area you've been you've been quick to kind of point out. You're you think that Stuart is potentially an area you target defensively. Yeah, I'd be doing my if
1: I was in the Welsh camp. I'd be doing my homework on him. His his attack is fantastic. He, at times you can't defend against him, can you? But his positioning play is questionable. Is 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 tackling is um, is not up there, not up to scratch. At times, um, I think he can do it, but I don't know whether it's something upstairs with him, that he, his concentration or whatever it is. Um, but there is someone that we can we can target. But if we if we kick, if we make our, if, we, if our kicks are bad and they're infield to him, um, he's gonna he's gonna run back and he'll be under the sticks, won't he? He will because he's so dangerous. So it's it's, it's then we can target him.
0: But we've got to pinpoint accuracy. I think we are going to kick in field again this week, regardless of you know what went wrong at the end of the England Even game. Even with him, I think we're going to kick in field. I'd say two things. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see lots of Dan Biggers kind of fifteen, twenty yard up and unders that he contests. I'd expect to see a fair few of those to try and drag Hogg in and, and keep him out of the keep him out of the line. So he gets so his he's and then so he's out of position. So he's out of position. Yeah. I'd expect to see a lot of that. I also think from a line out point of view, we're gonna want to keep the ball on field because I think their their line out is, is strong and I think their second rows will That's a good point yeah the Greys will fancy having a pop at us, particularly with, with charts on the bench. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see to see that kind of uh, that kind of kicking. I just think it suits and the other thing is is the back row that's that fired so well against England. If you keep the ball in field and you chase well and you're able to slow the ball up at the breakdown, contest, look for penalties, you know, it's something it's something that's served Wales really mm. well over the years. Mm. So it's a good point as to why you know, bigger um uh, bigger could
1: potentially have got the nod over over Sam Davis is because yeah. of his um, his kick his kick chase and the way, he, the way he gathers. Yeah, I mean
0: it's a brilliant um, weapon. I, I'd arguably say for the last two years it's been, where well, his best attacking threat yeah. has He's, been those chips in the air.
1: It's out of this world, isn't it? The way the way he does it, you, you kind of back him to back him to have them almost every time. He's so so brave, isn't
0: he? Yeah, he is, and obviously you know whether it's him chasing it or it's Liam Williams chasing it then. There's a high chance you you might well get the ball back. So, as uh, much as we you know, as much as we want to see a you know a really balls getting fizzed out wide, I I I think you can expect to see a bit of that pragmatic rugby. Given that they they're going to want to get a result up there, you know, I mean, lost to Scotland in ten years, they're not going to want it to start now. And they're really going to
1: fancy this, aren't they? They target this game as uh, as a win. I think so. The I I, f- I feel we'll have.
0: Um... I do feel we have too much. There, to, um... I do think the injuries are what's going to make the difference. Yeah. I really do. Uh, I think the likes of Nell and Strauss and Laidlaw for different reasons. I think he it just brings an air of calm to their to proceedings. I know people sometimes say his surface is a bit slow. I think he's a vastly underrated scrum half. I think he offers really good kicking game out of hand. His goal kicking is fantastic, and I think he just he keeps that side. He ge- I think he gives him a sense of belief as a as a captain and as a player and almost in the mould of one of the old French scrum halves, you know, a kind of Gaultier, mm. Petit General type yeah. figure, you know, he kind of almost dictates the play from there. So when it does go, Finn Russell then, you know, when he gets the ball in his hand, he's kind of free to, free to have a look and, and a bit of a run. Yeah, he's a proven, a proven test player, isn't he? Uh, true international. And
1: that's a great point that I think he will um, it's, the Little words that he says, doesn't he? He's just whispering in their ears, and he's 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 so Scottish, isn't he? He'll mm. he, 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 die for that shirt, and that must that must have a big, uh, big impact on the players around him. So he'll be a loss in that sense, won't he? But then you've got uh, you know, uh Ali, or, Ali, or B- Tommy Price, Ali, <laughs> Ali Price or, Tom, or Tommy Price, yeah. Not many people have heard of him, but he's uh, he's on the air. <laughs> um, yeah, Ali Price, or um, I'm gonna make a howler here now, or, or uh, Pigos. <laughs> P-Goss. P-Goss.
0: Henry Pyrgoss. Peer- Pyrgoss.
1: Pyrgoss. Pyrgoss. It's Welsh, that, isn't it? Pyrgoss. I, um, P- I think it's Henry Pyrgoss. Pyrgoss, yeah. Pig Ross. yeah. He's um, yeah. He's, um, he's a good player as well, isn't he? Yes. Um, classic. The, the two of those boys can up the tempo. Yeah. As does uh, Lloyd Williams, in my eyes. Um, uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, but I don't know... I don't know. Could that be? It could be. A, it could be a massive positive for them, or it could be a negative. When we'll find out on Saturday.
0: Yeah, we will. I, I, you know, if you ask, if you ask me, generally, don't like to see these unpredictable players playing against Wales, because they can have a tendency to to do things we're not expecting. When Wales play their best, defensively, very, very organised. Mm. Like I said that before. You know, I don't like seeing those 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 players who really make it. Answer, ask big questions of defence in other ways than physicality mm. when they're looking to open to open things up. So players like Russell do definitely, yeah. definitely scare me. They do scare, but they also they also
1: provide um, opportunity. I feel definitely. because Webb is is such a clever player and he'll he'll he, he streets ahead of, of, the, of their two scrum halves.
0: Um, for me, he streets ahead of, of Laidlaw as well. And I think he's, I think he's the best scrum half in the northern hemisphere. Yeah, and I know Murray's playing really well, but I wouldn't trade Webb for Murray. I wouldn't. He'd be he'd be my Lions nine at the moment. Yours? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: And and our, our nine and ten um, combo up in up in Scotland is going to be is going to be key. And I would actually target their nine and ten. Yeah. I'd, Finn Russell is a great great player. He's a great baller. You don't know where on earth what he's going to do with the ball, but I'd be I'd be going down his channel. Um, I'd be bringing the big boys Moriarty down there, yeah. Warburton down there, um, and obviously Tipperick will be doing you know can do, can, can do stuff out out, out wide, um, running the show from there. But and and then um, our centres as well, they're both enormous, and you know they've got a couple of big boys in the centre, so I'd just be going down that ten channel like we did, like we, we, did, with, we like
0: should have done, like we, we should have done with Ford. but We did do it with Ford, and you know yeah, we saw, not enough, we, we but, saw. Uh, well, that's because they, they're hiding him on the wing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah you know whenever there's an opportunity I thought that's one thing Wales did pretty well was was to target Ford.
1: I guess i'm harping back to the uh the incident when uh, well, we didn't
0: win the line out and then yeah. we were blatantly becoming yeah, steamrolling down his channel but um you know I do think you know this this whole thing of wanting to play more attacking rugby it's great but if we're picking bigger let's let's just let's smash it let's smash it through the middle you know he, he will get the the best out of the physicality of those players, and I think it is an area you can target.
1: Yeah, definitely. And he, he, we, we've got to get a win up there, haven't we? We've got to go go up there, get a win any which way it comes, and then and then build from there because it's going to be. I do feel that the amount because the effort that we put in against England was off the scale, and to lose and give everything is is, is tough. Um, the coaches say, you know, we had a great performance. We'll build on that. I think the boys would have would have needed to be to be picked up, and there would have been. Some some inspiring chat would have had to come from uh, from the likes of Alan wynne Jones, Warburton being involved in there as well, probably Ken Owens, you know, um, you know a couple of the born captains. Mm. Um,
0: well, so you could see. I don't know if you saw the some of the interviews of the players afterwards, and you could see kind of how crushing it was. I'm thinking of the one with Webby, Webby in particular. In particular yeah. You could see yeah. that it, it really knocked, it you know, it really knocked a, a lot out of them because yeah. that was a game they should have and looked as though they were going to win.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel that we we got to get a win out there, whatever which way it comes. If it's ugly, it's ugly, and then we've got a really exciting, um, exciting last uh, last few games. Then um, some people have talked about you know we got to we got to win, we've got to win all the games now with bonus points. For me, we just got to get a win up
0: there. Yeah, I we're not going to win. The, we're not going to win the championship. I'd be astonished if that was if that was the case. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, certainly don't think you can go out and. Try and target Scotland. and Put four tries over, and we don't score four tries. Against we do score four tries against Italy, and they are the worst team that's yeah. ever graced this championship. So, but if we're going to, if we're going to, if we're
1: going to be really optimistic now and positive, the way in which we could do that would be beat them up, mm. yeah, absolute power game, get get build a lead, so take the points whenever they're on option, and then um, on comes. Uh, the at Sam Davis to, yeah. uh, to, to to open things up and, uh, and wave, could be, yeah and wave the wand as as, as the
0: wizard that he is. <laughs> nice, uh, I think I think you're right though. He's just got to win the game first though. Again, there has got a lot of cliches in tonight's episode, but all over. it's got It's, it's it has got to be done, and I think the, the yeah the best way for us to do that is to really take it to them physically and and mm. and ask lots of questions because they're not the biggest side in the world, with the exception of the the giant brothers in the in the second row. You know, I think there's there's areas. That's probably one area we can really, really have a um, a good go at them. Some kind of positive injury news for for Wales. George North comes back inside again. It's not particularly. It's not a particularly um, exciting. Well, i don't know about exciting, but it's certainly not a, an unpredictable change, was it? No, he was always
1: gonna. He was always going to come straight back in, wasn't he? Um, the moment he got over that uh, that knock to the leg. Um, you know, had he's had a he's, had a, he's had a you know fairly fairly positive campaign. So yeah, let's see how he let's see how he does it up there.
0: So I, I don't know if I was the only one who, who didn't think this. I thought he was awful against Italy. I really didn't think that was George North at his best. You know, I thought there was opportunities. You know, he didn't look himself when he chased that kick that he um you know, as a cross kick from bigger yeah. in the first half. He, he kind of took his eye off the ball and looked at the man running him. He, did, he didn't look like the instinctive yeah, did... George North to me. I mean, he outpaced a forward. With a dead leg for a try, but I don't know. I didn't see anything in there to suggest that was that was the north of old. And I hope we see more of that now. You know, I do.
1: Yeah, he looked off song
0: to me as well. Um, and we were playing against a uh,
1: a very very poor Italian side. But um, it's George North, and he will. Always... You don't you don't remember anything about that game? You'd had far too many peronis and lost uh, your phone to. My phone had been been pinched in Naples. Um, that's the line I've gone with and you're sticking to it um, but it could have been pinched yeah um, I'm pretty sure it was but uh, no a few Peronis over there and uh, a few more Peronis
0: yeah point is George yeah George North um, I, th- I think he, he's kind of he needs a good game but he, he tends to have his you know he has he some have great good games against he does the, tend to have good yeah. games against Scotland and yeah. you know he, he um, ran right against them last year He's got a history of a history of causing trouble against them. So yeah. you were yeah. for
1: you open for Steph Evans,
0: were not you? I don't know. I was hoping for Steph Evans last or the, the week before, you know. And as we, as we said before, I, I think I would have picked Steph Evans against Italy, and I'd have certainly with George being injured against um, against England. I'd have certainly picked him there rather than even he, rather than putting Cuthbert. In if that he'd had position. a run against,
1: if he'd had a run against, if he'd, he'd had, had
0: a run against yeah. no, no, not if he'd had a run against Sicily. because if North plays against Sicily, he's injured, right, for the England game, mm. and I'd have picked Steph Evans anyway, because Cuthbert's so that form, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter what game it is. We should
1: actually put a point on that that he uh, he had a cracking game, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had. Uh, an, yeah, he's just a he's just a sort of born finisher, does not he?
1: Standing ovation from the Cardiff fans, which is brilliant. Um, oh gosh! It, uh, sorry, yeah. But it's a it, scarlet. So as I said,
0: He's a Cardiff fans, huh?
1: Yeah. Um. yeah, Yes. had a standing ovation from his own from his own fans, uh, Cuthbert.
0: Oh, Cuthbert! Sorry, yeah. I thought you were talking about I, I thought it was about Steph Evans here because he, he got on the score sheet again. Oh no!
1: Yeah, I was just saying how great right. it was for for Cuthbert to uh, to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. a brilliant game, yeah for a try assist. For um
0: and uh, boy, was that needed? Yeah, it was. But you know, it's what, what team should team be be so what he should have been doing all along, you know, is, is he should have been back at, at club level, regaining, you know, regaining some form, building some confidence. He's a confidence player, and if there's one thing that's guaranteed to be bad for your confidence, it's when you're playing out of form and you're subject to that kind of level of abuse on, on social media and yeah. whatnot. So that's what should have happened ages ago, mm. but yeah. yeah, but no, good, it'd be good for him to. To get back on the scoring sheet, and he set up another one, didn't he? With a, with yeah, a great, great
1: Yeah, lovely assist. Something else I'd like to bring up. Mm. Um, popping over now to the Premiership was Gloucester's uh, win. Yeah, and
0: uh, how good! There we go. our
1: friend Richard, Richard
0: Hibber. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, he's. If you were, yeah, if you're ignoring Gatland's law, right? I can't even remember whether he's captured by it or not now, but. You'd look at him and go, right, the most informed Welsh occurred, you know, based on his performance against England and, and before that. Ken Owens, right, he's rightly got that shirt. Yep. There's some boys in Wales playing very, very well, Parry and Elias and stuff. Scott Baldwin is, is not having his best season. You'd be quite happy watching Hibbard come off the bench, wouldn't would you?
1: I'd love to see him come off the bench. Yeah. He'd love to come off the bench. Yeah, he
0: would. He'd be smashing people And, like and, back and over The opposition
1: seven. certainly wouldn't want to see him come off the bench. You'd be looking around, wouldn't you? Those locks they're coming at you, mm. um, game changer,
0: yeah. Strange one, isn't it? And uh, strange one, just feel, it does feel like he's you know, hes has they kind of pulled the plug on firm, him too soon.
1: He's a firm favourite of ours because of the name here, isn't it? Attacking scrum, mm. he is an attacking scrummager, he is. Um, up in Scotland, how good would he be? Yeah, you know, Ken Owen goes out of the box, um, hard and fast, and then uh, on comes, uh, yeah, on comes, comes hips. That's um. That's quite uh, quite a double act.
0: Yeah, it is. You know, I think you could make a really strong Welsh fifteen of players playing outside of Wales, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. really could, and that would um, he'd be he'd be right there in amongst it. I
1: think brings us back again to strength and depth. We have got more strength and depth than I can ever remember. Um, just got to play some of these play some of these players now.
0: Yeah, well, that, I mean, that that kind of yeah, we have said this a few times that we were excited by these squad seven uncapped players. I don't know, like any of them are going to reach your early point, unless we have a, a really bad run of injuries. Um, yeah, we, we won't see any of them, will we? No, and the, the kind of the back row boys, I can understand because, well, I can understand now because there is, you know, it's there's so much competition there that it's hard to, to look and how you, know, you get those players in. Against Italy, again, I'd have been tempted to have Young or Cracknell on the bench. Is it having a a positive
1: effect on the back row that? They know that one, you know, one bad game, and um, there is somebody else, uh, you know, snapping at the heels, kept try, you know, trying to get in. Oh, I reckon so. The Look,
0: competition for places is never a bad thing, yeah. and Moriarty has announced himself firmly at the very top table of international rugby. You know, people are saying he's nailed on for the Lions now. He wasn't yeah, even nailed on for, for that, isn't He not even nailed on for Wales yeah. the week before. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, if he carries on playing like that, I mean, I could watch those hits. I've been watching them on repeat just because they're so satisfying. So I hope, he, I hope he gets, you know, he gets through more of them. It's great because
1: it was. He has been a real surprise um, for Welsh fans and, you know, English fans, Scottish fans, Irish fans, the, the lot. Um, it's just been a joy to watch, isn't
0: he? Yeah, I know. I think he'll. Um,
1: you can't help but like him.
0: Yeah, he's. He's, a, he's, he's real honest. He's a mean to operator, game, isn't, isn't he? Yeah,
1: loves the physicality. Um, and he's got some touches as well. So it certainly
0: does. I mean, yeah, they, again, the pick-up from the base against... Mm. Um, well, it was only... You know, that, for a guy who hasn't played that much rugby yeah. at eight, to execute that set-piece move as well as, uh, as well as we did...
1: Because it he, he, he could have looked awful, couldn't it? And he did so well. And it's a real specialist position. Now that we've got him as a, you know, as a great option at number eight, we're, uh, we're blessed there, aren't we? And we weren't up until the start of the Well we, Yeah, exactly. Um, we were very worried... Yeah, and how has that come about? He's been given a chance. Yeah, and so a run, of, yeah, run of games. We give other people a chance, then we may, we may surprise. We may see some surprises.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely think that's the, that's the case. And yeah, he's been, he's been, he was outstanding in that England game, and uh, you know, probably it's the only duff game he's had for, mm. for Wales, and he wasn't like he was bad in that one. It was just you know not a, an outstanding performance. So, part,
1: part of that as well. With he, he, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't start um, having. He didn't start off at number eight, having having brilliant games, did he? But he knew that he was going to be given. He was going to be given a few chances there. So I wonder whether the, the Welsh manager said, "You're going to be. You know, you're going to be in this position, for for a while, and you'll keep it if you keep performing." There's a lot to be said. I, I think for you know, you got this shirt, uh, Jed,
0: and you know, you're going to be. Uh, there's not a lot to be said for you've got this shirt. Yet. We're in real trouble if I've got the shirt. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. There's,
1: no, there's your shirt, right? Yeah. There's a Capri we and you are going to be, you're going to be, um, you're going to have, you're going to hold on to this for for a couple of games. So you know that you're not. It's not you know that first mistake. You're off. I do, um, but then you're, we're also
0: that. we're also saying competition for position. Yeah, you know but I think you've... I guess
1: you have to take it on on. Uh, I just individual think that, yeah. basis depending on who the, who the who the player is.
0: Yeah, I th- you know I think Moriarty would have probably known that he wasn't likely to lose that position as long as Toby was injured was injured. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe that helped. To be honest, I don't think he's a guy who suffers from confidence problems. Doesn't look like it, does he? No, I don't think so. So you know, I think he would have been up for the challenge, and he's and he yeah he's uh, you know he's kept onto the shirt, which I think you, you had to do. All right, then let's uh, start to wrap up. Let's get your uh, let's get your prediction then. Wales by twelve. Well, okay, that's. I mean, that's fairly, it's fairly comfortable, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think
1: we'll. I think we'll surprise a few people up there. Um, I don't think it's going to be as close as, uh, as maybe we think. Okay, no, that's interesting. I see. Um, hope? I'm. I'm right
0: on that. So, yeah, I think. I think it's going to be a tough game. I, I Ooh, went for I Wales. Can't wait to
1: see what you're thinking.
0: The week before, I went for Wales. What five or six? You, you had, had to it, lose Wales five or six. I was very, on. I was very close. I think. You had six. It was five in the end, wasn't it? Yeah. So anyway, either way, close, yeah, right? Yeah. This time round, I'm going for a reverse of that. I think it'll be Wales by five. Okay. So I think we'll either there'll either be a tries difference in it, or you know, possibly a, a couple of kicks. I think yeah. I think there'll so be two, uh, two, two Welsh wins. Yeah. But I mean, Italy doesn't really count, and you'd hope we could. No, beat I mean Scotland. we're both going for. Oh right, sorry, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it should hopefully be two Welsh wins on the board uh, at the end of uh, at the end of this weekend. A couple of bits of housekeeping to to finish. We always like to give a bit of uh, a bit of transfer news um, while we're um, while we while we're doing that. Um, so I suppose the the big transfer news this week has been the ins and outs at uh, at the Ospreys. So Josh Matavese has left.
1: He'll be missed, won't he?
0: Yeah, I, I think he's. Out of all the clubs he's played for, and he's had quite a few, actually. Yeah, he's moved around. Yeah, he's moved around a bit. I'm sure it would be the Ospreys fans who remember him the fondest. You know, I think he's played some great rugby down there.
1: He's been a brilliant servant, hasn't he, um, in the midfield
0: there. Lovely offloads. Yeah.
1: Outrageous at times. And he's done a good job when he had to stepping in at 10. Stepping in at 10, yeah. 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 Goal kicking is, yeah. is uh,
0: He'd be, He was laughing as well, wasn't he? He just yeah. had that big smile on his face. He's only young as well. Hmm. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. So he's gone up there. He's, I think his brother's joining in with him. Um, uh, uh, Newcastle Falcons. So they putting some money in. Uh, the you, you, you can afford to, can't you? When you got when you're on um, English Premiership money. But uh, a, uh, yeah, I guess a direct replacement in the centres at the Ospreys. Corey Allen, moving from Cardiff Blues uh, down to the Ospreys. Yeah, I think I said it before, but peculiar
1: move for me that.
0: I I think so. I think it um, is a bit of a strange one. Well, we, we covered it a couple of weeks ago.
1: He is, he does offer something very different to the centres they've got, but there's so many centres there. Um, they have got Watkins and they um, mm. Hook's going to be there. Um, yeah, then you got Beck and you got Beck and um, what's the gent's name um, from New Zealand? Yeah, yeah uh, he, uh, volunteer What a try! What a yeah. try! tear scored. Wow. Um, dropped, the, dropped the board a few times, didn't mm. he? But, um, oh yeah, he's
0: got. Um, he, Raw talent there. Probably the, uh, the wet weather there. But, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know whether he'll feature. I, I think he's got a, he's a really interesting point in his career, Corey Allen, because he was earmarked from a young age, played a lot of sevens and uh, age-grade rugby. I think people knew, and he got into the blues side very early, played for Wales very early, and started well. But he struggled to really re-establish himself.
1: But when he's fit, he's also featured for... He's always been involved, been in, involved in, the, in the Welsh setup, is not he? I mean, even when he's you know he's come back with one game next thing, you know he's drafted in so yeah. there's got to be something there, and if if anyone's going to
0: ignite it, it is the Ospreys, isn't
1: it? Mm. He's probably really excited about that move.
0: I think he is, but I, you know I think he's you know, he's not going to be guaranteed a first team spot down there. He's going to have to go down there, train hard, and and uh, and make the most of his opportunities. So yeah, I, yeah hopefully it'll work out because it'd be good to see him fit and firing and 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 kind of back in on a. Um, Back in on the the Welsh squad, uh, the Welsh squad on merit and, and playing very very well. He has to remain fit, doesn't he? And it does. That's where um, he struggled. Yeah, and yeah, so I think you know he's had some he's had some struggles with uh, with fitness and uh, and with form. So I mean that very nearly brings us uh, brings us to an end. We've got a couple of um, couple of things to get through. As always, kind of ask you to um, to get in touch with um, with us if you if you've got a review. And a few a few kind of things to mention this week. So the first is uh, we were lucky enough to get a uh, a little shout out in the the Guardian uh, breakdown newsletter, which uh, which is circulated every week. It's a great um, a great piece if you haven't read it from uh, from Paul Rees, who's been on the been on the show a couple of times. It's so very kind of him to, uh, to mention. I uh, I actually didn't subscribe to it, so I didn't see the uh, I didn't see the uh, see the uh, actual piece of writing as and when as and when it happened and um, subscribe now yeah which uh which um was was good of um uh was good of chris jones who's one of the new one of our new subscribers to to help me out with that and he forwarded it on to me so yeah big thanks to uh thanks to paul reese for writing that piece very kind and also to um and also to chris jones for uh for um for hooking us up with that with that copy um, as we say as well, if you if you leave us a review on iTunes, it helps us out massively. Um, and got a review featured on here, Dan, which I'm going to let you I'm gonna let you read this one out this week. So, um, yeah, I've got you yeah, uh, you your glasses, bottom one, is it? Yeah,
1: exactly the sort of podcast I love. Two mates chatting about rugby in brackets with a very good knowledge and sense of humour, plus some guests too. Great to listen to.
0: Feels really down to earth and proper. Quaiteag lads. Which is this uh, is a nice uh, nice text from uh, from Kieran 182 yeah, So uh, yeah, again, if you uh, if you do drop us a review, uh, we'll uh, we'll give you a shout out on air. Um, so yeah, if you can if you can do that and let us know what you think at attacking scrum or uh, or on Facebook. And then yeah, unfortunately, another kind of sad note to to finish on, which is um, which is another another ex pro that's that's left us uh, too soon. May remember Australian uh, Australian second row Dan Vickerman, um, and uh, yeah, sadly has has died aged. He's um, just thirty seven, was it? Yeah, tragic, isn't he? Yeah, thirty seven. Um, yeah, yeah, it really is. And you know, this is it's been a, it's been a hell of a couple of weeks for um, for this. You know, losing Van der Hazen and 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 uh, Dan Vickerman, and there's the uh, the All Blacks. Uh, back rower as well his, his name I've momentarily forgotten but yeah I mean it's been a yeah been quite the um quite the week for uh, sorry quite a couple of weeks for it so you know as always kind of our um our thoughts are uh are with the family on that because it's a, a pretty um a pretty distressing uh a pretty distressing time for them
1: yeah it's hugely sad isn't it um I think it's worth mentioning as well that the um the Rugby Players Association have put out uh a uh, very good video, haven't they? Uh, yeah, they have,
0: which is linked to to depression within uh, right. and, and mental mental health within. It's huge as well, within isn't it? rugby. With,
1: Well, yeah, one in one in four suffer from mental health issues, um, and given you yeah, sportsmen and women, they said are no, are no different. And yeah. there is a, there's a t- taboo surrounding, isn't
0: there? There is, and um, it's something that we're going to be tackling on this on this podcast uh, a little bit further on down the line, and hoping to have some. Uh, some good guests to come on and, and help us do that, but um, yeah, really worthwhile calls from uh, from the RPA. And if you want to kind of see what they're up to, you can have a look at um, uh, at some of their uh, some of their messaging just by following the hashtag uh, Lift the Weight. So yeah, do check that out if you uh, if you get a chance. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you very very soon.